So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about astral travel and astral projections and what that really means. So I was having a beautiful conversation with an amazing soul and they were asking how to get into the fifth dimension, how to astral travel, and how to connect with the gods and the deities and things along those lines. And in that conversation, we were going back and forth and I had a couple of questions for him. He came back and was basically like, look, I'm really looking to connect with my higher self. And that was the key right there is that he was looking to connect with his higher self. So the confusing thing about even the term astral travel is it's this mystical thing that we've learned that only a handful of people can do. They can remote view or have these out of body experiences and they have this cool connective way of doing things. And it, for a lot of individuals, feels really good. When you research a little bit around, when you research a little bit about the practitioners that did this, there were like individuals like Robert Monroe who founded an institute focused on this where I've actually done some of the hemisync work. And in those Monroe files and things that you can do, you end up going to these really interesting places where you have these interesting out-of-body experiences. The purpose of those experiences is quite interesting. It's consciousness looking within. They, they talk about the astral plane that lives around you. You have this aura and it's this light body that is bigger than the physical body that we have. And it's pretty large and they study this in yoga and a few other areas. And when you can get into that like astral plane is what they call it or that astral being of yourself in order to actually witness those senses looking back on self. It's similar to the same process that we have when we go within and we look within ourselves. So there's never a thing where we're going what I call outside. That's where the illusion lives. The illusion lives outside of us. So when we get caught in the illusion of astral travel, where we feel like we have to go somewhere to do something, we are falling outside of ourselves. And that's where we get caught in this illusion of we're going and doing something. What I feel like Monroe knew and in the experiences that I've had is that it's an expansion of consciousness to where you expand your field to the point where you have the ability from a sensory perspective to connect, but then where the eyeballs, the eyeballs are looking back within. So oftentimes people see their body where they go and they see an experience that is beyond time that's connected to a higher plane of consciousness. So imagine your physical body. And you want to go and look at, let's say, the cells that live in your stomach. What would you do? You would close your eyes and then you go within and you look within the cells of your stomach. So the cells of your stomach live within the actual physical body of yourself. So in order for you to go there, you would travel within. And it's kind of like the, uh, I forget that one cartoon, but that cartoon when they had that like magic school bus, I think, or it was like a little ship that went through the body. And you would go in there and you would actually look at it. You would have to get in that vessel and go inside of it and then get into your stomach to look at the cells in your stomach, right? So, so we're going to say we're inside of the mind of God, okay? Or the mind of all or mind of source. So we we'll go back to that principle, the universe is mental and the mind of the all. And we look at everything from the perspective of the mind of the all. So when we can go through this process of astral traveling, I'm using quotes here, 
and go to the mind of the all, what it takes is for us to be able to look within all possibilities. It allows us to then say, okay, we're going to look within all possibilities and then drill down into the deeper points of self. Within that, there are past lives. You have these things called Akashic Records. You have all of this information that lives inside of the field. When you go into the mind of the all and the universal aspect of that mind of the all, you have the ability to then, I'm going to use kind of an example. I don't know if anybody's watched X-Men who's listening to this. Remember Professor X, he had that thing, Cerebro? And he would go in, close his eyes, and then basically cascade out to the external edges of Cerebro and then look within all the possibilities of every experience that was happening until he found the answer. So when we are doing things through the mind of the all, we cascade out to the infinite possibilities of all things. We look holistically within that ecosystem. Imagine this big ass sphere, right? And then within that big ass sphere that you're in, you're basically looking infinitely across all those different possibilities until you tune in on what it is that you're looking for or what it is that you are engaging with. So it could be anything from what's my purpose in life? Why was the universe created? What happened in 1923 on this date at this time? And then you essentially are going to go into the universal aspect of that. You expand your field out to infinite possibilities to know that you are all. And within you expanding yourself out to those infinite possibilities to know that you're all, you then start to tune into those areas. So what Monroe was able to do was he was able to go and tune into those areas by basically surrendering the illusion of separation, connecting with all of consciousness at one time, and then essentially going through the process of looking within. The exercise that we have to go through is it's not some crazy psychic experience that we have. It's really a aspect of correspondence. This is the second law in these hermetics that we talk about, an aspect of correspondence of as above, so below. When I have the ability to look at my whole body and then go within and go within to actually understand the things that I'm connected to within myself, understand that I'm not separate from the world that I see on a daily basis around me. And when I'm not separate from the world that I see on a daily basis around me and I can see it all as love, that gives me the bridge and the gateway to then expand myself into field, beyond field, beyond field. When I expand myself to the infiniteness of the all, I now have the ability to look at everything from the same aspect of within because now what I'm doing is I've connected my mind through the aspect of correspondence, through now the third law, the energy of love, to basically see the interconnectedness of all things. And through that triangle of mentalism, correspondence, and energy, I now have the ability to expand. And in that process of expansion, I then can see things through the eyes of the all. And that is where astral travel, astral projection starts to actually happen because it's not about going and looking at your body from the outside in. Those are examples of it to prove that you can actually get into that auric field or into that light field that's outside of you. But it's not where you want to get stuck floating around and ghosting around on people and start to go like find my shoes in the closet because I lost them somewhere and now I can tune in on that. It's really about saying I've gotten so good at loving myself 
and being connected to the individuals around and being able to resolve my trauma in such a beautiful way that all that I do is I actually understand why I created it all to love myself. And then what I do is I expand out and I keep doing that over and over again to the point to where I can see the infiniteness in the all. And through that infiniteness, I then can tune in on any aspect of the field that are out there and start taking, downloading information from that field. And then at which point what ends up happening is now I'm actually connected to beautiful God source beings, everything that kind of lives outside of me. And I can recognize why all these things have been created. That's what astral travel is. That's how this process works when we tune in on it. But it all starts with you. So when we chase the thing outside of us and we're looking for an answer beyond us, we can get lost in that and we can do some cool stuff, some cool breath work. We can kind of hack ourselves into it. We have these momentary positions of pause where we're like, oh, wow, that was really cool. And then we chase after that and after that and you kind of get lost in it. So if that's a state that you are looking to be in all the time where you are creating this infiniteness from an astral travel perspective, know that it starts within. You need to travel within first. And when we travel within first, we can then travel out. And then we have the ability to see life through the perspective of all things. I want to leave you with this, and this is going to be something I'm doing new as of this episode. One of the things that I want us to do is remember that in order for us to actually be like the all, we have to remember that we are all. And when we remember that we are all, we have compassion and love from every perspective of self. We have such a heightened awareness within that. And we are wildly vulnerable and truthful because we know that we are always going to catch ourselves within that state of all. That is something that has allowed for me to be able to stay hyper-connected in such a loving way with people around me. While at times I lose myself because we all have a little bit of ego and sympathetic nervous system that trips us up. But when we can remind ourselves of that three, four, five, six times a day, it'll start getting into a rhythm because you'll notice when you do that, your days start to change. Your feelings start to change. And you would rather do that from a choice perspective than stay stuck in the illusion that we have been taught to be in. And we've only been taught to be in it because we had to learn our way out of it. Thank you so much for listening. And I love you.